0: Boat Trader is America's largest boating marketplace with over 100,000 boats to choose from. We offer simple, comprehensive solutions for those looking to sell, find, and finance new or used boats. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started. Working class on DeerCast is episode 104. Happy Halloween, everybody. It is Halloween, and it's also time to go hunting. Mr. Lee Her is joining me via witchcraft, uh, a.k.a. the internet, a.k.a. the dark web, a.k.a. the cult leader HQ there somewhere in Iowa. What's up, dude? How's it going? Why aren't you enthused? I don't get you should be more. It's your holiday. It's the cult Come holiday
1: you're killing me
0: what (laughs) what's going on dude
1: oh nothing just uh sitting in the basement gonna gonna head out here i was gonna start my big oh my big hunt and run but uh tomorrow but i think i'm gonna i think i'm gonna go today we're getting some rain right now and it's supposed to stop just about an hour before shooting light so i think it's not favorable conditions but with that rain stop i think i'm gonna try to get out tonight and see if i can't kill one
0: I think I'm going to do the same as the day of recording. We are looking at Thursday, October 26th. Uh, If you're listening to this in real time on day of the launch, it's Halloween. And we are talking basically, we're basically going to talk now through the 26th through November 7th of what is going on in the whitetail woods or what we are observing personally. And what we are going to do personally to try and get them some deer. Probably we'll, we'll get into that. Now, that being said, I know regular listeners get it like they understand, but then there might be some new eyes on this being a DeerCast series episode. Um, Everything we say in a podcast, we are not preaching as it is the gospel, and we think you should be doing the same thing. Um, I think nowadays with the growth of podcasting and the influencer uh, buzz, everyone thinks that we're just like preaching – this is how you do it or it's wrong. Listen, you can do whatever you want. I don't care how you hunt. This is what we're doing.
1: Yeah. And what what Uh, works for me doesn't work for you. doesn't work for Ross doesn't work for Austin doesn't work for Joe Schmo down the road, you know?
0: Exactly. So, um, don't really need to say that, but I think it's worth saying like we mess up all the time. And I think a lot most times, um, probably, and, uh, what I think a lot of people need to realize is, yeah, everything's different. And at the end of the day, we can sit here and speculate tactics like we're going to do. But at the end of it, 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 I've referenced this all the time. I've referenced it probably 50 times since Nick Morris is on the podcast. Sometimes you just need to go hunting and see what happens. You know, he made a reference to a book laying in there, lazy, old, not very smart, went in there and killed him. Yep. Sometimes that's all it takes.
1: Yep. It's uh, I don't know. Part of the time I think not. Part of the time, most of the time I think I overthink it. <laughs> you
0: know. Yeah, for sure. I think so. Uh, everybody does, right? Or or do you think everybody does? You think it's just like oh, we're over uh, uh, methodical, analytical.
1: I don't think everybody does. I've got oh, there. I've got a group chat with two of my cousins, and two of us are very look at what the deer's doing on what wind direction and be methodical about it and. Then the other one's like, I'm just gonna go hunt and kill the first good deer that comes by me. So, really? Yeah. It's it's we all, all three of us have very differing opinions on on how to hunt, when to hunt, and that's what's cool about it, you know. Like you said, not everybody does it the same. But yeah, we all three have different opinion on what's a shooter, what's not, what's mature, what's not. We were actually just arguing more or less about it this morning, actually, because yeah, that deer I call Carolina that um, Jordan Jones helped me name. He uh he was right on the borderline of daylight this morning. And I've I've been really on the fence whether I'm gonna kill him or not. because um, I do think he's four and I, I do think he's one that could blow into something mm-hmm. big. Um he, he's got some good junk and <clears throat> mainframe ten and I think he's four. And my cousins were like, You're an idiot, you know? And he's like I think he's probably like right around you know, 157 to 162, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're like, you're an idiot, especially because I've talked with my neighbor and he's like, I'm going to kill him if he comes by, <laughs> you yeah, know, it
0: changes things a little bit. Yeah.
1: But it's one of those things too, where if I kill him, he sure as heck ain't going to live, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if you, if you kill him, daddy's dead and if yes. your neighbor kills him dead, he's also dead. Yeah. That gets weird. Um,
1: it's a I fun- know what you'd tell me to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, yeah i like to shoot deer man i do and, and so that's that's a fun position to be in though you know what i mean it, it's a yeah. great uh thing to think about and what you're doing you're thinking about like what that deer could be killing him when he's more mature killing him when his antlers are bigger i mean yeah. in turn he has more meat on him and uh, you know it's like ah that's a fun that's fun though that's yeah. part of the fun is doing that him haw well if i get an opportunity what am i going to do in the moment and i think people take that um I think people take that speculation of like, oh, Lee's a snob, spoiled, hunts in Iowa. Why would you not shoot that deer is what a good percent of the listeners are probably thinking when you just talk through that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And and, I mean, it's to each their own. It's each, each ever person's tag, you know, and the thing with it is, is if I was in a more pressured area, you know, I've, my, it's basically me and my neighbor, we have a 40 that's split between the two of us Hmm. and what we butt up to is either really big ag ground that not a lot of deer live on or there's a neighbor that doesn't let anybody hunt, you know? So it's, if he doesn't kill it and I don't kill it, the odds of it living are pretty dang high, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a great situation to be in. I've, uh, yeah, I don't, I think I do. I kind of have a dilemma similar to that, but, um, I'm more like, well, if I get a clean opportunity, I'm going to shoot that deer. You know what I mean? Like I have a deer that I think in a year could be an absolute super mega. Um, uh mr broken ear buck and yeah. uh you know i think he's a good deer he could be four i don't know um i mean if he makes it he'll be a, a a monster but you know who knows i don't know i like shooting deer man it's hard for me to pass those deer just you know being realistic um
1: yeah oh, it's, i mean it's hard for me too you know but the thing with it is, is i've got two other bucks that kind of call that same area home that are both older you know ones that old man 10 that i hunted like crazy last year um I think he's eight, eight or nine this year.
0: He's that old.
1: Yeah. The first year I had an encounter with him was four years ago and I thought he was five. So that'd be five, six, seven. Yeah. He'd be eight. And it's the smallest rack. And actually I think he has kind of turned in, he never really was like much of a bully, but I kind of think he turned into a bully um, this year. Realistically, he pushed the other buck. I call Nanner is a five-year-old 10 really nice deer. He once the old man ten showed up for the year, Nanner like completely shifted. um He was there like almost every day, and once the old man ten showed up, he completely shifted to a different different area. I've yeah. got pictures of him on another property that I can I can hunt. It's a lot harder to hunt, but
0: so the old man ten is he still a ten or did it's like he is not did he go, this year actually go to an is eight that, pointer?
1: He's a nine.
0: Okay, I was gonna say something with the eight point man. They get old. They put on eight points. They're just like, yeah, man, screw everybody else. We're doing this.
1: Yeah. He's honestly, I think his frame is bigger than it ever has been. Um, but he dropped well, A, he he broke a brow on the left side and he dropped a G four on the left side. He's one of those that I don't think would score the greatest, but it doesn't matter. You know, mm-hmm. he's an eight year old deer. I've hunted him for three years. Yeah, you gotta um, shoot that deer. That's that's yeah, the, the first year I had an encounter deer. I've already out, but
0: well that that's the perfect deer to shoot, in my opinion. Um, like similar to my big ball buck last year, like Nice rack, but not like mega, but just old and fat and mature. And I kind of like on that same piece, I'm kind of had had the same thing. Like I might go hunt there tonight. I'm undecided. <clears throat> but I have like two deer on there. one I call Amigo. and I don't have i'm I'm fairly new. Like creepy was the first buck I ever named. And like I've been doing it more now to just kind of like make it it makes it fun. I used to yeah. kind of hate on it a little bit, to be honest.
1: well, it's easier uh, to like when you're talking with your buddies, it's easier to, in my opinion to say, amigo or like that carolina deer jordan jones just helped me name him and it was literally i would just call him you know the 10 with the junk and he's like well which which one yeah yeah and i'm like okay yeah it's a lot easier to specify
0: you know the buck with the g2 you know the big yeah. g2 buck well i can think of three that are got good g2 yeah it's yeah it sounds like
1: you sound like matt right now the short g2 buck the long g2 buck yeah <laughs> they yeah joke about that on their podcast
0: well yeah it's uh I get the naming thing now more than ever. But so this buck I call Amigo. And the reason why I call him Amigo is because it was a big, big deer I hunted in 2021, and ended up finding him dead. And this buck was always with him. And he's still alive. And I found his, uh, I think it's his right side last year during shed season. It's okay. As for a five year old buck, I'm kind of like, he should be bigger. This year, I, I think he's six in there somewhere. Yep. and uh so i guessed him to be what would that put him at yeah yeah i would guess he'd be six i guess him to be a three-year-old ish when he when i named him amigo and uh it's been three years so um he's around and he's this big heavy-bodied old mature deer and he's maybe 130 like he's got a good yes. frame but he's got no tines and he's just an old hog you know yep. and it's do you, do I go in and try and hunt that deer? I don't know. Most people would say yes.
1: Yeah, I think that deer is the perfect example of conversations I have with a lot of people really is not every deer is bound to be a booner,
0: <laughs> you know? No, no, it's just like human genetics.
1: <laughs> yeah, I was talking with a uh, group of buddies this morning, actually kind of the same thing. We were talking about a guy has a buck that he thinks is five and doesn't know if he should pass it or shoot it because he's like, well, what if it blows up next year? And, and I used the old man 10 is an example i said he's been 155 inch 10 pointer since he was four yeah you know he's been the same for five years four years you know yeah so that amigo is the perfect example of that you know not every deer when they get to six years old is gonna be 155 to 150 80 inch deer you know yeah and that's
0: you know i i think i would like hunting amigo and and i would i think it'd be it'd be quite the task to shoot them you know an old deer like that and i i think i would be thrilled with them you know um because this year i'm i'm like i'm trying to um i guess explore options more for my tags and normally i'm like very shoot happy i'm very shoot forward yeah (laughs) And uh, I'm trying to think about it a little more, mostly from getting shit from all you guys on, on, on the crew. Uh, and it's just <laughs> like, oh man, you could hold on to those tags, you know, seasons long, you know, you don't have to shoot the first like nice eight pointer you see, Kurt. And I'm just like, yeah, I like it though, you know, <laughs> so I'm kind of like in this weird crossroads mentally, but man, I think if that deer came in, it was a perfect shot. I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably wax him if given the opportunity.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and that's where that's where history plays a role too. You know, it's the same thing. My group of cousins, we were talking about it this morning. One had a buck show up that he's had for like four years, and score wise is not near as big as the other ones he's hunting, but it's older and he has more history. And that's where it depends on the person. You know, me, mm-hmm. I, I like history. You know?
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: you know, if it were me in his situation, I would go shoot. I like the mature and history versus, you know, the one the one he's hunting's like a mid 50s 10 pointer and and it's two years younger than this deer you know and that's where i would personally i would probably hunt the the other one he calls it high rack it just sits really high up off his head
0: mm-hmm. um,
1: he's had him like four years you know has a bunch of sheds to him and and that for me I, i'd rather kill that deer you know and yeah one of the eat well, your own man
0: uh first of all your internet sucks lee um because it's lagging lagging pretty bad but it's all right um and that, most people are listening on audio anyway especially during deer season but Okay, let me ask you this. Amigo, now given you, you you know the history more than anybody, you know his age, you know he's around and probably killable, you know. Um mm-hmm. if you were me, would you put any effort in on Amigo? You know, and be vague on your detail if you need to go into detail.
1: Um, because of the other bucks, and you you already probably knew this is what I was gonna say.
0: That's
1: why I said <laughs> but be vague. you also you also have history with the other other bucks, and I would Personally, I would hunt the other box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, because you, yep. you have history on all of them. You know, Amigo's history is longer. Yes. Mm-hmm. But I, I think, you know, I, I would hunt the other two.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, Personally. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And, uh all right. So let's chat a little bit about what's going to be going on here. You know, we're talking like now through a week from now. And, and you know, what a normal WCB series, we kind of like intercept some of this conversation too. So, yep um, catch those Thursday WCB episode drops. But, um, right now, unless I have a like predictive pattern and a lot of those patterns and go out the window, right? Like as, when this launches, we'll be in the middle of a really good cold front. A lot of people are predicting in the Midwest here. It could be the best week of the season. Um, you know, I don't, there's going to be no deer that I'm aware of, or the majority of them will not be locked down with those. A lot of them are still going to be up searching. It's the first week of November. We're getting the wind. We're getting the cold. We're getting the, the good, pre- we're getting everything you want as a first week of November deer season. And I don't think this week of November has happened for at least three or four years.
1: No, I can't. The last, I mean, it's been warm since I killed, that buck right there Mm -hmm. in november i mean and that was 2020 you know i can't remember i killed him november 3rd 2020 and it was like 70 degrees and the last Mm -hmm. like you say the last three years for sure i mean it's been 60 70 80 degrees during the rut so i think it could be it could be a spooky next two weeks if the weather holds like it's supposed to i think this cold front this weekend is going to be it's it's timing well. The moon phase is timing well. You know, I think, I think it's a rising moon if I remember right. Um, well,
0: let's look here. So, as of now, we're a few days in advance. So, if you're listening to this on the day, and obviously we're in a different area than most people, I'm looking at a west northwest wind, 14 mile an hour. We have a high of 41, a low of 22 degrees,
1: and that's for when this drops on Halloween.
0: On Halloween day.
1: Yep. Yeah, and I then, think.
0: We're talking great and good throughout the week. Um, we do. So it's looking like November 4th, 5th, 6th, we're getting some south variant winds with a little warmer weather. But um, even then, you know, the Deercast daily prediction drops. I still think uh, don't, don't let that hinder you from not going hunting. Um, you always hear Mark's terminology, too, that he always says first south after a bunch of norths, which for us would be wednesday november 1st yep. um I and it's supposed to list.
1: warm up but not to like stupid high temperatures right like yeah pretty I mean, typical normals
0: normal 62 59 58 so not yeah. warm like go it's go hunting
1: yeah <laughs> yeah
0: if if this is coming out a little late if you're listening to this in the morning and early in the morning first thing it might be a day to take a vacation day i'll say that Monday and Tuesday this coming weekend. So it'd be the 30th, 31st. So it's a little behind on this episode. I'd be putting in for vacation.
1: Yeah, I am. I'm hunting. So we're recording this on Thursday. I'm hunting tonight, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I won't hunt Tuesday because of trick or treating. I know. that's Yeah. But then Wednesday, you know, and, and hopefully in, in that stretch, I'm, I'm hunting the same blind for the old man, 10 and nanner. Um, cause my kind of thought process there is a, the weather's going to have them feeling it and it's coming into I mean, we're, the rut is on our doorstep, you know? Yeah. yeah. So my kind of process and thought for hunting that same blind is it's where all the does come to feed and with the weather and it's a green food source, you know, I I'm hunting the does in the next 10 days, realistic. Well, not 10, I guess five, five days now, and I'm just going to hunt. I'm going to hunt my blind. Cause it's the only one wh- I can hunt on a Northwest wind. Mm-hmm. And I'm yeah. leaving my bow in the blind. I'm leaving my backpack in the blind. And I'm, I've got really good entry and exit through a crick. I can take like four steps out of the crick and be in the blind.
0: Yeah. It's money. And
1: I'm hunting it every day for the next five to six days.
0: Love it. You know what I think I might do, man, I'm going to do the same. Um, I have some blinds set up, but, uh, you know, I think I'll mostly be hanging in a, a Novic somewhere, but or or a trophy line saddle. We'll see. Um, I got I got setups for both. I, I think I'm gonna bust out a decoy, man. I just bought a decoy and I might try that. You know, it's something it's it's like a big buckless thing to always like I've always wanted to kill a big buck over a decoy. I think it'd be so mm-hmm. cool. And uh, you know, they're a pain in the butt to carry around, but I'm gonna spend, you know, my majority of the time in one or two stands this weekend with the wind. And what I might do, I got a bunch of like honeysuckle type bushes at the base of this tree where I could kind of like tuck it in. And I might just set that thing at the base of my tree and that way it's there. And I don't have to make noise coming in or out. And when I want to grab it and do something with it, I can.
1: Yep. That's what I would do. We'll Um, see, you know,
0: it might be, um, it could pay off big, but it'd be fun, right? Like, I think it's something exciting, especially on an all day sit. If you have like a visual out there, you know, like you're just, it's 11 o'clock and things are slowing down and all you need a buck to come out in the open and check a field and see that thing.
1: Yep. Yep. Yeah, I think I'm not a huge decoyer, especially because the main properties I hunt, there's a lot of deer that come out and it's, I've had it burn me, you know, where Mm -hmm. it's, you know, too many does and they get funky and they leave, but I've also had it where they don't hardly look at it. So I'm not a huge decoyer. My cousin and I, we do a, a river float every year. Actually, we take a decoy and rattle and take turns hunting on and off, um, float down the river and jump on the riverbank and rattle and oh yeah that's cool see what comes in and we'll do that we've tried it a couple different times and it really depends on the year we tried it november 4th once november 11th and november like 18th and it's honestly my favorite day of hunting throughout the year just every year it's so action-packed we've never killed one doing it but we've been Way too close, way too many times. <laughs> so For it's not just, to work
0: out eventually. Yeah.
1: Yes. And we've had, you know, the first year we did it, we had, we came up on the riverbank and we sit pretty close to the edge just so we're not intruding too much. And, mm-hmm. you know, the one that's hunting will get his bow ready. The other one will take the decoy out, stake it out, and they rattle. Well, and this was our first time doing it. And, you know, we don't, neither of us rattle a whole bunch anyways. And, you know, I was rattling, he was behind the bow and, my idiotic self. I just instantly just smacked the horns together as hard as I could. Well, there was a giant eight pointer bedded like 40 yards from us where if I would have started with just tickling the horns, he probably would have stood up and came in, you know? Yeah. And we've had in, you know, we've done it, like I say, three times. And I bet we've had within
0: They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Boat Trader, America's largest boating marketplace. Offering easy financing and over 100,000 boat listings to choose from. Sell, find, and finance new or used boats on America's largest boating marketplace. Visit BoatTrader.com to get started.
1: That did not end up being successful we've probably had 10 different bucks over 150 on in the three times and it's just it's one of those things it's there's so many variables wind direction swirling winds you know yeah but it's it's i kind of i think i might strap a gopro to my chest this year or something just because it's straight
0: adrenaline style kind of
1: yeah realistically yeah and like we've had it where just the cool thing. I mean, if I had a video camera, it's the kind of things that people won't believe, you know? Yeah, yeah. We were we were floating going to the next spot and had a buck bust over the onto a sandbar chasing a doe and the doe ran up on the high bank and the buck was I mean chugging through the water, swimming as fast as he could chasing her, and we watched him chase her for like five minutes into no the river, jumping off high banks. It was wild. Yeah, and it's white yeah, adrenaline cool. style, it's really cool.
0: See, I, I won't do anything like that. Um, but like, I'm excited, you know, I guess what I'm going to do, I'm going to sit in terrain because right now it's like, if there's anything predictable, I mean, you better get on it because it ain't going to last. And I I think I'm going to stick to terrain, terrain features, focus on my wind, how the deer are going to use area. I'm hunting with the wind, blah, blah, blah. The whole repetitive beat down stuff. We always talk about, Um, but man, just to switch it up the monotony. I think a decoy would be fun. Um, we're going to see, we'll see. I, you know i have been kind of looking up like how to use it where to put it what way to face it all that stuff and um i'm gonna just kind of wing it a little bit i'm kind of i'm gonna go what i think is best you know but yeah um, my plan probably is to tuck that decoy in really tight to me to where any deer that's a little nervous of it can still skirt it but still be in bow range yep like even if it's like have it real tight and that way too if the deer does come in close in my head, I think they'll be focused on the decoy and not me. Yeah. yeah. Hopefully I can get drawn and and in who knows? Who knows how, how much I'll actually use it. I might get weird and be like, eh, I don't know about this and not use it. I don't know. Either. I'm usually
1: at twelve to fifteen yards is where I stick it. Stick I tried it last 15.
0: night in a box in the in a grizzly box blind and I put it uh on the upwind side of me. So if anything had to check it, it'd come closer to me. But I had mm-hmm. it tight to me. Like I had to like look up to look out the window. Yeah. To see it yep so I don't know what's hey, right with uh,
1: you uh you mainly gonna hunt the, the two ones you know you asked my opinion what what are you gonna do
0: so tonight I'm gonna hunt huh. so tonight we're going to a wheeler walker junior show uh the crew <laughs> and uh so I'm hunting uh not far away today so I'm gonna go hunt I think my farm tonight um I haven't been in there since my last situation if you heard the last episode <clears throat> i been giving it a break for two weeks um so i'm gonna go in there and just kind of see what's what's going on um just enjoy the sit it's a good wind <clears throat> my voice is going out and then uh see what happens man i don't know you know what i mean i have a little more leniency on my farm on uh, on a buck that's mature like you know he doesn't have to meet that like threshold of like what i want to shoot like i'm willing to shoot a a lesser caliber rack deer if it's mature yeah. you know um on my farm but um i don't know i just enjoy sitting there too so i'm just gonna go and and enjoy it it's rainy like you said it should stop raining here right right when it's starting to get good so i'm gonna slip in there see what we can see and and uh hopefully it pays off we'll we'll find out yeah that's my goal for tonight but yeah i I mean i think with with the cold front coming in here in the next couple days and then through tuesday i'm gonna be focused on the deer that i really want to kill you know um and see what we can pull out, but yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick to that terrain feature. How, you know, if does are gonna move through, the bucks are gonna be checking them or moving through, checking where they know those does move through, and that's that's gonna be my uh, my method to the madness here for the next week, unless something tells me to do something otherwise.
1: Yeah. Um, yep.
0: You know, so we'll see, man. That's that's my game plan. Simple answer, I think, but it's honest.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna. My plan is for the next five days, I'm going to sit my box there and try to catch one of those. And actually that property kind of dies off during the rut because it's, there's a ton of does in that area. The County I live in there, it's not very deer dense, but the area that I hunt is where most of the deer are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So my lockdown phase is like the whole rut basically. <laughs>
0: There's because there's just too many to pick from there's
1: too many does and it's a it's kind of like where Eric hunts. you can't get hardly any doe tags like i can get one doe tag and then they're sold out which i could shoot 40 does on the on the farm that i can hunt and probably wouldn't even make a dent you know
0: so for people um, who don't know what lee's saying let's talk about this in bar terms if you're the only single guy in a bar and there's 200 women in there and you're the only guy you have no reason to go to the other side of the bar to talk to those girls because you hadn't left the bar. Correct.
1: (laughs) You have to move. The the, the mature bucks, they don't have to go far to find another doe. You know, like my buck to doe ratio in that area is so out of whack. You know, I've hunted this year. I've had sits where I saw 60 does and one buck.
0: That's crazy. You
1: know, and it's, there's so many different directions they can go, obviously, but um, you know, that first good cold front in October, I saw like 63 does and one buck and that's it. So you could make a, you know, I could make a pretty good dent if I had the tags, but, um, but yeah, that property gets bad during, um, not bad. I mean, there's still a chance I could kill and and catch one coming through, but my odds are a lot slimmer. Mm -hmm. Um, so I'm really probably going to hit hunt that hard through like Wednesday, um, next week. So I guess the day after this airs, you know, the first of November. And then after that, I'll hunt it every once in a while if I, you know, if I'm closer to home and whatnot. But I'm mm-hmm. gonna actually go hunt some other properties farther away that I don't have a lot of cameras on or you know deer really worth a two that I know of. But just to change the scenery, too, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: so last week we talked scrapes with Ross, and normally we're talking scrapes with you. Will you put <laughs> any focus on scrapes during this next week?
1: Today. Yeah. And that's today because the rain's stopping um and i you know i'm not i'm not one of those people that i hunt scrapes specifically like i use my mock scrapes to pull deer into me where i'm hunting Mm -hmm. but i'm not gonna go sit like a scrape line or you know i know you usually hear rub lines but i'm not gonna go sit a scrape that's i typically don't do it I, i think a when i do i'm not sitting right over the scrape yeah i usually sit probably 80 to 100 yards on the downwind side of it because i think a lot of times those bucks are going to circle downwind before they come to the scrape anyways yeah um but i mean like obviously they're going to hit it but i'm like i said i'm hunting the does right now because i think with this cold front and it's getting that time they're going to be looking for does i think the scrapes are just going to be oh hey i'm going to stop here quick and keep moving i don't think it's going to be erratic
0: more than it is yeah i think
1: like like today it's raining and i think post rain i think they're probably going to check scrapes pretty hard to refresh scent and whatnot yeah so like tonight i you know i i think i think i'll see some scraping activity tonight but after that with the cold front like i said i'm just gonna i'm gonna hunt the does is what i'm gonna do for the next week we're gonna
0: see what the let's see what the wind's doing tonight so i didn't mean like
1: southwest for me i think
0: my internet always bogs down when i get on a call and every time i try to pull up something it does this to me um yeah, south southwest is what I got tonight, and then tomorrow night looks like n- west northwest. Yep. So Switch,
1: switching for me about ten o'clock, if I remember right.
0: Let me look at mine. Uh, yeah, I got a ten a.m. Yep, same here. So pretty much goes southwest to west to northwest. So yep, I will be moving in my northwest wind spot after one o'clock tomorrow so
1: yeah do you hunt a lot of, i know i know you hunt a lot you hunt a lot of mornings
0: um i never so yes kind of sort of i have been hunting more mornings in october than i have in a while um like you know i did that last year and, and, and killed some deer early but we had like cold, early cold fronts in october so i hunted um yep. i've hunted more mornings uh lately in october than i have in, in the in the most recent past so yeah. like last week i hunted uh probably more hours than i should have um i hunted like i almost two all-day sits in a row um i got down and got lunch and went back but and i don't know why i'm sitting in a terrain feature that i you know it's like a buck could start cruising and there was you know i i, I did draw back on a buck and passed um so had opportunity. <laughs> yeah i mean That's especially, for me, especially <laughs> for me you know but it's one of them deer that um i nicknamed witness protection on my end and i named rachel and andy i named one of their deer witness protection because it's like at all costs protect that guy um yeah. so yeah I, ha- I have been hunting mornings um not crazy though just a couple days a week uh um, yeah. but yeah i'm turning it on now i mean shit starting we'll see about tomorrow morning but after that yeah it's on
1: Yeah, that's, that's the hard part for me is I'd like to hunt more mornings, but I really don't have any properties that I don't have to drive two hours to get to that's set up for morning hunts. You know, I'm going to try it because I got better access to my blind this year. I'm going to try it once or twice. And just, I think I'm just going to have to go like, you know, shooting lights like seven. And I really think I'm going to try it, but go in at like, sounds stupid, but go in and take a freaking pillow and go in at like three o'clock in the morning so I can get in there without Ooh. busting the deer directly on me and it's nice because it's a blind i'll just lay in the bottom of the blind you know
0: set a little but, vibration alarm to get yourself up when you
1: yep just a vibrator a little vibrator alarm before you know half hour before shooting light and wake myself up <laughs> and, that's a good idea That's the only way i can hunt that property you know i could do the gray light thing but most of the deer come through within the first you know that gray light phase anyways you know so i think i'd miss out on that boat and i can't go in you know within the hour leading up because i think i'll bust too many deer off and so i think i'm gonna try it once just give it a shot you know
0: i like it man going at 2 a.m
1: get in there yeah uh,
0: fall asleep That'd be yeah hard. yeah
1: heck just stay up late and go in at you know one o'clock and take a five-hour nap and wake up and hunt you know
0: god how weird did that feel do you feel it you'd would be strange You'd be so thrown off, but Hey, whatever it takes, whatever you got to do. Uh, yeah. I'll tell you this, man. I think guys are willing to do a little out of the box stuff, kill deer or, or, you know, whether they kill the deer or not, they, they create opportunity for themselves. Like the bill Winky situation. He's talking like he goes in with, he sleep in a, at the base like, of a tree. Yeah. That's insane, man. Like yeah. that's, uh, that's, that's borderline crazy person talk. And, and in a good way though, I love it. Like, If someone's like, "Yeah, I'm bringing a sleeping bag. I'm gonna get down. What would he sleep at the base of his tree, or would he like walk 100 yards? No, he
1: he would move like 80 or 100 yards, I think, from his tree to get like farther downwind or something. And he found like a log to curl up against. I think is what he did. But that's even like even to me, like going in at one o'clock and sleeping for five hours is kind of crazy. And honestly, when I tell my wife that I'm gonna do that, she's gonna call me an idiot. But (laughs) you know, I mean, sleeping in a sleeping bag out there against the base of a tree is that's next level, man.
0: <laughs> yeah. It seems, uh,
1: yeah, it worked it, for him though. I guess so. his,
0: his idea would be the deer are out feeding chasing, doing their thing and he can get in there and.
1: Yeah. What it was is he, he had access through the ag fields. So he would bust the deer coming in. So he just slept there.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> awesome, man. The level commitment. I, I think he did kill the deer. It was something too, which makes it even more badass. Yeah,
1: he did. That's yeah. So like I say, that takes insane amount of dedication, you know, not every, nobody, I'm not going to say nobody, but there's very few people that are going to do that, you know? Yeah,
0: no doubt. No doubt. Well, dude, I'm looking forward to the next, I mean, the next month of deer season is going to be awesome. Um, I think a lot of deer are going to die this weekend and end of the following weekend after here after Halloween. So uh you got anything to add to this i mean we've been doing these deer cast ones as like short little bangers lately but i think that's all right
1: um not a whole lot i mean doug predicted i'm gonna kill on saturday so that's
0: you better go nap in the blind that day
1: that's doug's prediction um i will be surprised if nobody on the wcb crew kills before this episode drops knock on wood
0: we'll see man um i think Uh, I can promise you there's going to be opportunities, so.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There will be an opportunity or several between the the crew and and everybody out there. Like I said, if you're, which this is dropping halfway through the cold front, you know, but I'd be taking some time off and hunting as much as you can. Like, you know, you heard Bill Winky say it. Mark said it. This really could be the best five days of the season with how everything lines up and temperatures and you just got to it's one of those you just got to go out there this time of year man
0: yep absolutely that's going to be tough when i got to come home saturday night here for trick-or-treating for trunk or treat here at the hometown with the kids but i I might make a trade like look let's i won't be at trunk or treat but let's have a party halloween night somewhere we'll take everybody (laughs) out and go get more candy that'll make it up
1: (laughs) luckily we're our our town is on halloween this year so it's that's in the middle. It's not the first day or two of that big cold front when I think the the movement will be the best. So,
0: sorry, family. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> Where can people find oh, no, you? that's Lee? it.
1: I got. That's all I got.
0: Cool. Where can people find you besides your Colt?
1: Um, I'm on the facebooks and the instagrams. Uh, I'm on WCB quite a bit, I suppose. You know. Yeah. Can listen to me ramble there from time to time.
0: Hey, let me let me all right throw us throw a little easter egg out here so we've already recorded episode 600 leading up to it and you were like the moderator for the entire episode yep. uh, what could you tell people to expect for episode 600
1: uh honestly it was it was i think it was a very good mix of stupid drunkenness the, the last like hour and a half got pretty rowdy okay um there's some really good, really, really good buck stories in there. You know, ones that they've probably been told, but they got retold. Um, there's some good tactic talk. There's a couple Easter egg special guests. Yes. Um, in there. One of which was good. The other one was interesting. Yeah. Um, yes.
0: <laughs> I bleeped out some stuff that I, in hindsight, I wish I wouldn't have bleeped out because it makes it sound worse. <laughs> but I'm going to leave it for comedic effect.
1: Yeah. The bleeps aren't as bad as they make it sound, I agree. But no, I think it was a, re- honestly, it was a really, really informative episode, being that we didn't in- intend on it being one, you know? Yeah. It was supposed to just be a mess. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was a, a good mix of buck stories, drunken nonsense, and and strategy, really, and just overall good talk.
0: That sounds like, yeah, you you upselled that a lot, just want to say. But well, we'll go with it. Maybe it's better than I thought. I didn't want to listen back. I, you know, I made sure everything was good. Sent it to you guys. I'm like, you guys are good with it. I'm good with it. Whatever. So,
1: like I said, the last like two hours gets gets pretty hairy. But the, if you made of, it that
0: long, you know what you're getting into at that point, anyway. So yeah,
1: it's a lot of yelling and talking over each other. But I mean, at that point, we were that far into it. What do you expect?
0: <laughs> all good. Well, dude, I appreciate you jumping on with me. Good luck hunting over the next several weeks. Obviously, we're going to talk all the time, but. Um, good luck to everybody else out there listening watching doing whatever you do Um, shoot straight Uh, sometimes if you don't have a strategy guess and check go hunting have a good time and go shoot a giant we love you catch you next week Peace. peace you'd think with four of us spread out on a tiny island that the task of tagging a whitetail would not
1: be a big thing but as i've learned no matter where i've been whitetails can be damn tricky